Blog Talk Radio. Gonna tell you a little bedtime tale, legend it will become. Burgers flying out the door, sail on. Two for one, no concern for the future. Living for today. Fast food bite on your way, lay it all to waste. The masses are afflicted now. Moo, mad cow, mad cow, mad cow, mad cow, line dance song. Hey, Termical Terminal fans, welcome to the show on another Sunday. Sign guy along with the coach with the most coming out from coast to coast. He doesn't mean to brag, but he has to boast because his favorite food of all time is challah bread French toast. Coach Mike Jones, we are kicking off Super Fan Month today, but... Real fast, if you're looking for some pro wrestling up in our neck of the woods today, Blue Collar Wrestling in Portland, Oregon today, and in Independence, Oregon, you can find DOA Pro Wrestling. Without further ado, I want to welcome our guest back to the show. It's been way too long since we had him here. We're happy to have him one more time. David Wills, thank you so much for joining us today. Welcome back to the show. What's going on? I'd love to go to Oregon. That sounds like fun. What's going on, gentlemen? How y'all doing today? Hey. Doing very well. Hopefully we will get you up in this neck of the woods. Now That would be wonderful. As we know, you are a massive fan of professional wrestling. Did That's you nice. ever get to watch much of the old NWA Portland wrestling when it was a Don oh. Owen-owned territory? Yes, some, as a matter of fact. One of the gentlemen, I recommend this book, too. Uh, Mike Golden used to work there, as a matter of fact, and he's now uh, in Rome, Georgia, and I, well, that's where it is, uh, the promotion that he works for is. So he's doing some managing. He's about out of the ring. But the Golden Boy was something else, and, yeah, I did enjoy uh, Portland wrestling with Billy Jack Haynes and, uh, you know, the Grappler. I think the world of the Grappler, he's a good guy. I met him, you know. Um Good stuff. Good stuff. Really enjoyed Portland wrestling. Didn't get a whole lot of it, but what I've seen, I really have enjoyed. It was a very well-remembered and looked fondly upon territory for the people that live in this area. Now, in your neck of the woods there in the Carolina areas, of course, that was the traditional home base of Jim Crockett Promotions and Georgia Championship Wrestling and what a lot of fans think of when they think NWA. Billy Corgan has tried to revive some of that NWA tradition in the last few years. What do you think of the job going on there? Well, here's the fun thing. Even though I'm based, even though I live in Atlanta, a few miles out of Atlanta, metro area, northwest uh, no, 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 Northwest Cobb County. Yes, that is a real county where the boss man's from. I actually live there. Tell me about it. Um, but, uh, yeah, even though I did follow NWA, I didn't even get introduced to it later. We had the uh, Superstars of Wrestling Block hosted by Joe Petticino and Bonnie Blackstone on Channel 36 and later Channel 69. And I got to see wrestling from all over, like UWF from Mid South, you know, Mid South, and 
you know, Oklahoma and Arkansas, Louisiana. I got to see World Class. I got to see Memphis, which is still one of my favorite promotions, probably the favorite promotion. Continental, which is right up there. Uh, yes, NWA, WCW, definitely NWA is right up there with them as well. Uh, got to see a variety of stuff. How do I think Billy Corgan's done? I, hey, I've enjoyed the shows I've been to. I can't say a bad word about him. I mean, you know, God bless him. He's still going, and, you know, a lot of people would have thrown the towel by now. And uh, I don't know what uh, financial things, uh, how financially successful he is. I'm sure he has to be somewhat because he's still going. But, uh, you know, I've enjoyed it. I, I, I know a lot of the talent who works there. It's a great group of guys, um, just fantastic human beings. And I hope they are very successful in the future. Maybe get a, a, a national time slot or a regional time slot. I mean, you know, WOW got uh, Women of Wrestling got a shot uh, nationally. And, uh, you know, Tony Khan and Vince McMahon and others. But hopefully there will be a chance for him and, he can be very successful, and I enjoy the NWA product. Now, the NWA had a big bump in the road when COVID hit because they were gaining a lot of momentum. They had the YouTube channel that mm. put out content quite regularly. They were right on the verge of a major pay-per-view that had sold out when COVID shut all that down. Well, one thing, too, is also that that has probably been challenging for them. I haven't talked to anybody, I don't know. But they have had a lot of talent, uh, you know, leave for whatever reason of an, of an, or another. I thought the tag team of Latimer and Royce Isaacs was tremendous, and now Royce is doing well in New Japan. And as you know, uh, Eli Drake, uh, he became a model, but I think he's coming back around. We might see some L.A. Knights ahead of us. Uh, you know, just a lot of good talent. But, I mean, you know, what we get, you know, question mark passed. Uh, he's a great guy. I really miss him. And you just had you just had some great talent there. And, you know, regardless, I mean, it's not where you're going. It's how you rebound from situations. And I think they're trying to rebound. I'm impressed with a lot of the talent they got right now. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll I'll say it flat out. Colby Carino's tremendous. I thought Nick Aldis is tremendous. I think the world of Trevor Murdoch, great guy. Um, just real good talent. I know I'm leaving some folks out. Sal Renaro, I've known him for a year. Fantastic. Michael Judas, he's been around the Georgia area. Judas, man. Great talent, and hopefully they get a, get a bigger break, you know, and be able to go in there and, you know, be very successful in the future. I believe that. I want to see all wrestling companies succeed. I just don't want to see them do a bunch of stupid stuff, which happens all the time, unfortunately. Uh, I've always said wrestling is a hybrid form of entertainment. You can pay one admission price, and you can see uh, acrobatics. You can see fights. You can see athleticism. You can see uh, acrobatics. You can see all kinds of things with one single ticket. When wrestling is done well, it can make you stand up and cheer. It can make you sit down and boo. It can make you get you happy, make you laugh, get you angry, make you cry. God, do I know that. Uh, and when it's done well, there ain't a whole lot better. When it's done poorly, there ain't a whole lot worse. 
Very, very true. I agree with you there. Oh, one of the things that you have on your resume is something that I could only dream of at this point. It's probably my only goal in life. You are a former Spaceman Frank Hickey Scientific Wrestling <laughs> Trophy winner. What was it like getting that honor and holding that title? Well, that was the thing in Gouge, you know. Basically, they had the trophy there. It was uh, being handed around, or, or, you know, it was being defended, I should say, uh, during the Fan Fest in Charlotte, North Carolina. Well, you had, you know, Bill Actor won it, and Sonny won it, and Count Grog won it, and, and stuff like that. It's like a... Sonny kissed Count Rog, and he passed out the table, and Hurricane snuck up and pinned him, and I did the world's worst schoolboy and pinned the Hurricane. So if I want to use Hurricane logic, if I beat the Hurricane, and I'm better than the Hurricane, then I beat the Rock. But no, I think Shane Helms is tremendous. And then, of course, I got tired and fell asleep, and the guy who brought it won it back. So it's amazing how things work out in wrestling, isn't it? <laughs> it really is, and... As far as goals, the only goal I have is hopefully to manage the Barbarian. The show last time was postponed, but I understand it's going to be in December. And uh, I really can't wait. That's the only thing I really want to do. I mean, manage Barbarian, because he is my favorite. When I was growing up, people like him, Dundee, uh, Gilbert, uh, Lawler, you know, stuff like that. I, just a ton of folks. I was a big fan of Mad Dog Bus Sawyer and Doggone It. Um, he's one, unfortunately he's uh, he's one of the few of uh, between Buzz and Gilbert. He's one of the few of those left. But I I, I really wish I could have seen what would have happened in wrestling with talents like Mad Dog Bus Sawyer and uh, you know. Um, you know, Buzz and uh, Hostavity Gilbert, Buzz lived too hard. And, you know, that, that you can, that's what I understand, that you can infer what you want. But, man, so hopefully on December 10th, outside of Greenville, Taylor, South Carolina, I get to manage the Barbarian, and there's a coach up there that I got a problem with because he thinks he's something special. And I just meant to go in there and take my cane and shut his mouth. It's just that easy. So, well, I don't want to rise up in his ass, in, but I'm more than well willing to if I have to. But I'm going to make sure that you know, it, it, Mike, it, the coach with the most is standing by. I'm sure coach has some questions and a trepidatious eye at you. Oh, I like that coach. <laughs> I'm talking about Coach Hoffman up in South Carolina. What a jerk. Well, this well Coach, Coach you're safe for now, but you want to ask some questions? This is Coach Mike Jones, the coach with the most, coming at you from coast to coast. I don't want to brag, but I'm going to boast. So let's give a toast with the coach with the most. How you doing, You're brother? not Max Caster, brother, but keep on trying. <laughs> you're, not, you're not going gold, and damn it, you're not going to be platinum. Anyways, you need to take remedial economics. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> How's it going, man? It's going good, Coach, with the most. What's going on with you, man? You see your Coach Mike man. Jones? Are you Virgil? 
<laughs> no, no, and I'm not. Well, I'm Mike not Jones is Virgil. Either. I mean, you know, I'm just asking. Yeah, you know. but he ain't the coach with the most. You're the other Mike Jones. Okay, I got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's anyway, going uh, on, my friend? So, hey, what do you, I heard a lot about you, man. I really like your insight on wrestling and your opinions and stuff. What do you got coming up? Coming up, I'm going to be in, uh, you know, let's see here. Coming up, I may be heading up to Chili Coffee, Ohio in a couple of weeks. Me and Curtis Hughes talked about it, being Mr. Hughes. Sometimes we'll travel together to shows. We might. I know he's he's booked, so I may write up there of him just, you know, to goof off. But uh, And then I know that I'm going to be going to Russell Cade in Winston-Salem in uh, the day after Thanksgiving up in Winston-Salem, just hanging out up there. Um well, a lot of times I go to some local shows. I hit a Southern Honor show in Canton, Georgia sometime, a Terminus show, uh, a, a Battle Slam show that Baron Black's doing a great job with. But uh, what I'm looking forward to as well is, well, again, I'm right now I am going to be in Taylor, South Carolina at Eastside High School, number one, trying to educate those poor kids. But I'm also going to be managing the greatest wrestler today. They talk about some blonde hair guy who had his last match. Well, this guy had his last match. He's got more and more coming, and he can go up there and just uh, he, he could he could take a towel a day. He could go toe to with Samoa Joe. The barbarian is coming, and whoever steps in the ring, let me just say one thing: it was nice knowing you. Barb is going to take care of you. Where do you think the powers of pain come from? He will show these people the power of pain. Trust me. Oh yes, I know. Uh, what I mean, what would you be thinking to think? Yeah, I'll sign it on the dotted line against him. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, well, some people want to get paid. I, 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 hey, so you you got to do something. It's just like why college football teams played SEC powerhouses like Georgia and. Bama and folks like that, because they give them a couple of million dollars, even though they know they're probably going to be kicked all over the field and everything. That's why, because it gets notoriety for the school and they get lots of money. Hey, you know, yeah, yeah. you pay, pay people lots of money, who knows what they'll do? I mean, hey, you know, unless you're in certain leagues, you may not be happy with it, no matter how much money you're getting paid. But that's what's up for Exactly. So, hey, who were some of your heroes growing up, whether it was Sports, music, wrestling, or ordinary life? Well, Barbarian in wrestling. I was a big fan of Barbarian. I was a big fan of Mad Dog Buzz Sawyer. Uh, big fan of uh, Dundee later, uh, Superstar Bill Dundee. Uh, also a big fan of Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert. I was so happy before his uh, father passed away. I was able to meet, uh, he, he's better known as referee Tommy Gilbert from UWF or Tommy Gilbert from uh, when he was in the Memphis promotion, but I was able to meet Tommy and he was a great guy. I think the world of Tommy Gilbert and, and his wife and Doug as well. I think he's going to be up in Chillicothe on the 15th of uh, October also. But I mean, a lot of those guys were great. I just enjoy wrestling. I enjoyed Freebirds. I enjoyed Lawler. I enjoy the team of Austin Island, Tommy Rich. 
DiBiase, Duggan, and Doc. The thing that hooked me in was when I jumped up. I was watching Eddie Gilbert come out. He had been with uh, Cortesia Chernyko, and they were putting the Russian flag over whoever they beat. And Bill White said, I'm a proud patriot. You're not going to do that. I own this company. That's unacceptable. You're not going to do that. So then one day he decided to go up there, since they kept on doing it, to give a few lumps to both of them. He knocked them around a little bit. One week, uh, Eddie Gilbert comes down there and says, listen, I'm going to – I want to talk to Cowboy Bill Watts. Watts don't come out. I want to talk to Watts. You know, he said, listen, here's the deal. I am disassociating myself with the Russians because they had said Ivan and Nikita were coming in for a little bit. I'm still going to manage the Blade Runners, who are uh, still stinging a little bit worse, stinging rock at the time. And uh, he said, you know, I want to bring Watts down here. Watts said, hey, let's take this flag and burn it. And he said, you can do whatever you want. You're a great, great man. I was stupid. The only reason why I associated myself with him was because of money and greed. And, and, and you're great. And that's when the Blade Runners came to ringside. He goes, now, hold on, guys. I'm still going to manage them, which I thought, well, maybe he is disassociated himself with the Russians. I'm seven years old or 11 years old. Maybe he is trying to disassociate himself. He's still a bad guy is what I knew, a rule breaker or a fan favorite. He's still a rule breaker. But then uh, while that was going on, all of a sudden the Koloffs hit the ring. And from out of nowhere, and, and they're up there beating Bill Watson with a chain. Got the chain around his head. Somehow Eddie Gilbert pulls out a garden shovel, a little garden trowel, starts beating the head in color, and Bill Watts is getting color. He's busted open. The Blade Runners are in the in, in the way of uh, the entryway, fighting whoever's trying to come out, Dr. Death, DiBiase, Hacksaw Dugan, whoever. And... Uh, it just, uh, you know, at that point, I'm like, that was a setup. That was, I was hooked. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's like this is my crack. I'm hooked. I, I, I can't go away. And then it, people talk about poor booking. Let's talk about some good booking. After that, <laughs> everybody's angry. I was angry. Fans were angry who were there live. People watching TV were angry. Now, in today's fast-paced, balls-to-the-wall Let's book a bunch of things a million times a minute where it doesn't sink in. They'd have had the match right then. But no, what they did was they had Gustavo Mendoza, who was a, a jobber and enhancement talent, who's on all the shows. He's wrestling that next match, a foreigner, and he's taking on Dr. Dev Steve Weaves, who comes at the board in the USA, and about 40 seconds, you know, less than 30 seconds is done. People are like, oh, yeah, I want to see somebody get beat up. And I don't see – sometimes I don't see a lot of that happen nowadays. A lot of people want to bitch about what goes on on the internet. Well, what I find is funny is people who've never been to a live show or a wrestling ring want to complain and think they know something when they really don't know anything. It's, it's about like me trying to guess what The Rock had for breakfast. It's stupid and ridiculous. Enjoy the show. If you don't like it, turn the damn channel. I mean, hell, how hard is it? Yeah. There's a lot of stupid things I don't like, but I just – you know, that's why you watch – if you don't like it that much, you use the fast forward button. Watch it the next day. Save you an okay. hour of time if you hate. It may save you an hour and a half if you hate it that much. 
<laughs> okay, yeah, we have standard questions we'd like to ask. And Go uh, ahead. A, few of, a few of them are, you already answered some of them, I'm sure. What were some of your most memorable matches? That was one of them. I think one of the best matches they ever had. Rewatch it. ECW. The Pitbulls against Raven and Richards for the title. Ending nice. with 911 choke slams Bill Alfonso. Here's the thing. That culminated a bunch of angles in one move right there. Had the tag titles involved. Bill Alfonso had been stopping people from breaking the rules as a troubleshooting referee, which was great. 911 was trying to choke slam him. He said that, you know, he's going to ban it. Then finally, he went ahead and allowed the choke slam, and then 911 came out and choke slam Fonzie. Wow, yeah. It's just, it, it, here's the thing, okay? I believe that, okay, whatever you, what you enjoy, that's what you like, okay? It, it sounds simple and common sense, but, you know, if I was booking a promotion, I like, I like some scientific wrestling, okay? I love yeah. I, I I love seeing Bach Winkle against Zabisco in, in, in their final match in ABA. I love the Marine, Malenko Guerrero classics. I love seeing Scorpio wrestle. You know, Scorpio's a great dude. Okay, love it. All right, that would probably be involved in something what I do. It'd be a little bit of everything. Another thing I like: you don't have to have the biggest guys. You just have to have guys who make you believe. And that's why I enjoy Memphis so much. Two guys go up there and talk. They say enough stuff that is true that makes you stretch your brain and believe it even when it ain't, okay? Yeah, yeah. And they acknowledge the promotions, and they said different things. But, I mean, it's like every time you come into – every time you turn it on TV, somebody know, knew his debut. And, I mean, I mean, it's it, – it, I mean – it's like exactly, ping pong yeah. wrestling. I mean, you, nothing happens for so long to sink in. Something happens this week, three weeks later, it's forgotten about. Man, Wardlow, over like Rover, tremendous. Everybody want to see him kill MJF. Where you go? You know, <laughs> you can't, can't you rebuild him? Yeah, you can't even rebuild him? Yeah, but you're going to have to have a commitment to do that. You, you, the way I would do it if I were doing something, where do I want to be in six months? What I want to have is my main event, my tag title, and everything. Okay, book backwards. If something happens okay, you yeah. can't do it, then you slot something else in there. But, you, but you know, this writing on the fly, it's, I have friends of mine who, who are ADHD, okay? I have a lot of people. I know a lot of people. They're like, some of the stuff's so fast-paced, I can't even follow it. And that's the problem wow. because if people who want to watch aren't following, then how the hell is someone who just tunes in going to follow it? They'd be like, what the hell am I watching? I'm like, you know, or, or, you know where's Big Bang? You know, well, what, well what's on, you know, um, whatever you call it, uh, you know, uh, the, the Bachelor or, you know, uh, whatever that show is, the, 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 the singer or whatever, the mass singer, there you go. Yeah, you know, they're going to yeah, change yeah. the channel. I mean, keep it simple, stupid. UFC yeah. was very similar to St. Louis wrestling. Watch what UFC did when they did the countdown specials at first. They had a match. Or they, they booked a match. 
Then on that special, you have a couple people talk about it. They talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. Okay? Train, whatever. That whole thing was to make you believe the guy you thought wouldn't win could. Then you're like, I don't know who's going to win. I better buy my ticket. And wow, then they, okay. they, they, they've been able to make money and sell tickets. They yeah, have had upward hey, growth. They're not, they're not static, you know. You don't see, you know, so much percent of their audience tune out from the top of the show to, to the end. Hey, hold on a second here. Time out. Sign guy, write this down. This guy is on the top ten list of people to be hired. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, hell no. I don't want that damn job. Shit. I'm too busy. No. Hired for, like you said, if you're booking. No, because a lot of it would be a little Memphis, a little Memphis, a little Georgia, a little stuff. But see, here's the thing. Number one, I'm never going to be taking it, put into place. People will never take me seriously because even though I've gotten there and taken a few bumps and managed and announced and done a match here and there, you know, the life of a booker, everybody thinks that's wonderful. Before Steve Lawler passed away, Steve brought Lawler in Georgia, if you follow your Georgia wrestling, he was booking a show up in Rome, Georgia, in AWA Ring Champions. Now, I love Daryl Gower, who was Steve Lawler, and I said, and Daryl called me, he says, brother, I'm going to do the main event. You do everything else. So I was a shot caller. So I got the opportunity. I thought I knew what I was doing. <laughs> Till you do it, you have no idea how little you know. Yeah. Because then you're dealing with human beings. Every one of these human beings thinks they deserve $20 more, and they think they should be made a vent, and they think you're not using them right, and you got a couple of snakes in the locker room. They were going to yeah, tell everybody how you're an idiot, don't know what you're doing, That's just how where they can go, go yeah. in there and try to take your job. So who the hell Jeez, wants that? Yeah. That's not yeah, entertaining. I know, uh, well, that's why you're, we're screening them as they're coming in. So <laughs> Anyway, right. all right. We'll off that subject. Okay. Now back to our uh, standard question. Sign guy might already know this, but – but the fans who come to listen to me on here might not know what's your favorite coffee to drink. We're talking about coffee in a wrestling show? We are. Sign Guy is a huge coffee aficionado, and that is a standard question on Turnbuckle Turmoil. Free. How about that? Spoken like a true wrestler or, a wrestling, or, or, or somebody around the wrestling. I've been around Mr. Hughes and, and a bunch of cheap dudes too much. If it's free, that's wonderful. I know. Huh? That's the nice price, isn't it? I ain't going to buy any damn coffee. Shit. Everybody wants to. Okay. I can't go to Starbucks and get me a mocha, caramel, latte, venti, Nutrisweet, Southeastern, Intercontinental, Latte. What the hell is that? Those things cost, with, what, with, like six bucks a piece? Yeah. With cinnamon. I'd rather have a pap smear. Come on, give me a break. Yeah, yeah. Sad. Okay, and then also we got fans that write in. We got a longtime fan named Kurt Ferris over there from the Midwest. I think he's signed by his biggest fan. Huh? That's so hi, Kurt. You know him? Okay, yeah. No. He's, he's I just put him over. In. Okay, that's cool. And then, hey, 
expect this. They have off-the-wall questions. Let's see what, what he's got today. Willis David meet up with Beast and Old Thumbs Up for a peppermint mocha. What he the hell was that? Who the hell is Willis? I know he wants to he wants to know if you you'll meet up with the beast and old thumbs up for a peppermint mocha. Who is Willis? My name is Wills. Oh, I know, huh? Yeah, hey, so I, I don't know who Willis is. Hey, Maybe he will. I don't know. Okay, hey. I think I said it wrong. I'm sorry. Wills David. Okay. okay. Well, yeah, yeah. My David fault, Wills is the name. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, so will so you don't, uh, whatever if you're buying depends if I'm keto or not if yeah, I'm keto friendly no exactly and then I guess he has a follow up to it will Lance Dean try and talk David Wills into buying him a biscotti what do you think son you want... I know excuse he wants to know me this... he wants to know also if Lance Dean who is all, whose nickname is Thumbs Up we want to see about you having a drink with. Um, we'll buy you a biscotti. God only knows. You know what I mean? Like I say, they're off the wall questions. What do you uh, think, Simon? And about as germane as nothing. But that, that, that's okay. I ain't going to bury it. I mean, hey, okay. somebody likes something, you know. There's somebody watching animals or, you, 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 you know, take a bath. Exactly. I don't know. Hey, and you remember QT from the show, don't you? Who? Signs, QT signs other co-host. Yeah. Well, he had the off-the-wall questions every time pretty much. <laughs> and then back to this, to get this question over with, sign, what do you think? Would Lance Dean buy him a biscotti? I don't think he would. He'd say, I rode a motorcycle in the 12th grade, and he'd just walk away because Lance Dean's a weird guy. Yeah, and then let's give you a little bit more insight on Lance Dean. This guy, if anything's wrong or missing, it's Lance Dean's fault, and he goes around trying to hurt people. Hey, whatever y'all putting over is good with me. That's the way I said. <laughs> okay, back to the questions. All right, did you play sports in high school or growing up? God, no. I'm not stupid. I was a little short, fat nerd like <laughs> half the damn wrestling Twitter fans. God. Okay. Okay. I intramurally wrestled. I, I, I thought I could, but I couldn't. You know, I was like that. You know, okay. I was kind of like the kid in high school that couldn't get laid with a fistful of 50s and a bag of Coke. Okay. Not that oh, I had goodness. either, but I'm just being real, you know. Well, I think you might not have tried that angle. <laughs> oh, God. I tried to get a girlfriend. I finally did, but <laughs> woo, it was a lot harder then than it is now. That's all I got to say, you know. Okay. If you can talk and have charm, you can, if you can talk and have charm, then, then you got a chance to do that, you know. All you guys sitting at okay. home with your bottle of lotion, don't worry, there's hope for you too if anybody's out there listening. <laughs> there you go. Thank you for some good good uh, message there. Thank you. And then you already answered part of my standard question. What's your self defense background? Of course you said you had collegiate wrestling. I didn't have collegiate wrestling. Well that's dude. No dude. That's I wrestled up, in high school for intramurals like three or four times. Oh. I don't have any oh, okay. self-defense training. 
Okay. Yeah, if you okay. ask me a question, you got to listen to the answer there, brother. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it, but I mean, you know. Okay, there you go. What, what are you? I mean, you know, if you're, if you're nervous, I'm just like you guys and everything. But I, I <laughs> okay. You, you, hey, you know, hey. I, I can speak my mind, and sometimes it's not the most pleasant thing. I don't have a lot of filter there. Okay. Hey, what? No, other than the questions, I mean, you know, the the biggest thing is is that fans have been great. What's funny is that I, I'll take it away from the question. Y'all can have your show back in a little bit. I I I I, I, I can do this right <laughs> here. Okay, here's the deal. When it first happened, people were making fun of me, picking on me, saying all this stuff about me. Blah 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 blah. Okay, I don't care. I didn't care because my self-esteem and self-worth isn't just isn't based on what people who have no idea about me and just think they have an idea about me, say, okay, it's not. I got a good family, good friends, good job. You know, I'm working on, you know, getting debt free. Well, I, got, I just got to pay off the car after the other one blew up the other year where transmission went out and the house. And then, and then I'm pretty much debt free. Don't use credit cards, only debit. But um, the thing about it is, is um. Nah, damn! I forgot where I was going with that. I uh, get me back on track, the guys. Thing is, the thing, the thing about it is about the fans. About the fans, okay? They picked on me, said all this stuff about me. Then I came. Then I, then I went ahead and said, "Yeah, it's me." People, it ain't you. I don't believe you. This is what I realized: there are morons on the internet. Okay, I'm just being truthful. Okay. And everybody's got everybody can be a critic, everybody can run a news site, everybody has a podcast. Okay. Not no offense, guys. But, you know, they're up there saying stuff. The way I looked at it is that if anybody was picking on me, at least they were leaving somebody else alone. Because nowadays you have in school kids who are in high school and middle school and they don't see life when you're forty eight like me, or damn near fifty. They don't see life when you're 30 or when you graduate from college or when you go to work or whatever. They see next week, next year, when I go to their prom. And they're bullied a lot. And you can get cyberbullied and all that stuff, you know, and then posting revenge porn, you know, stuff like, you know, some, you know, it's, it's, it's sad whatever some kids are on there um, or at high, at high school or something and somebody's picking on the nerd kid who I was – or picking on the kid who's different, and God forbid they get him in where he's embarrassing in an embarrassing situation, and just crush him if he doesn't have a lot of a good base, or you get somebody who might be out of this homosexual trans or something like that, and then they want to go out there, they want to kill themselves, and my whole thing is if you're if you're picking at me, you're leaving somebody else alone. I can see how it's funny, okay. I'm a meme every freaking day. I understand that. I get it, okay? It's like, oh, my God, you're you're alive. I'm like, yeah, I go to work, uh, drink coffee, uh, you know, do all kinds of things. Um, That's the thing that is is concerning. But later, fast forward a few years now, um, 
Now people are like, hey, you're the historical to me guy. I can't believe how it got over. I guess by me not running and hiding, it, it, it helped. And the weird thing is, I never knew whatever on that day in Spartanburg, whenever there was a question and answer with Loverboy Dennis Condry, beautiful Bobby Eaton, uh, Jim Cornette, and Bill Apter was the moderator. And they were asking questions, you know, what would you like, you know, would you do anything different in your career? You'd like to wrestle anybody you didn't. And Funk says, you know, I'd like to have one more match of Eddie Guerrero because he had brought him up to WCW in, in 89 for a match. And that was the week Guerrero had died, okay? That's also the week another wrestler was sent home from WWE because rumor was he was killed up in, on, on another trip. And I got to meet the Barbarian for the first time. I'm emotional. I got to see Jerry the King of Lawler. Hey, big favorite. Emotional. I got to see Harley Race pushed in the wheelchair, which broke my heart. Mick Foley was there. Mick Foley I knew years ago in Accords when he lived down here. And I met him at a sideline sports bar going his grass a few times. And I think the word of Mick Foley. But I, I was a ball of emotions. I want to say, gentlemen, thank you for all what you did to your bodies. I really do appreciate your sacrifice. You know, it, you know, wrestling's just not the same or something like that. My idea was golden, but the presentation, everybody says that I'm sitting in a basement eating Cheetos in my underwear and uh, you know, that I'm I'm never going to, you know, have a girlfriend or leave mom's basement. Mom didn't even have a basement at their home. So people just talk out of their ass, and that's okay, you know. But it's weird. Fast forward, like I said, now and every day someone's using the line. It's still wrote me, damn it. I got a guy who will send me stuff on Twitter. Hey, they're using your picture again, Dave. I know. And people don't even realize it. it's really I, what's weird is uh, manager extraordinaire of Ohio Valley Wrestling, Kenny Bolin, let me know that one of the Reds broadcasters on TV for Cincinnati used it, which I think is tremendous. John's fantastic. But I mean, it's just, it's, you know, it's just unbelievable. You know, I never knew I spoke for so many who said wrestling was real for them. I wondered now if I was that 11-year-old kid dropped down in 2022, would I still feel that way? I honestly couldn't tell you. I doubt it. I'd probably have some other thing. Hopefully I'd have better social skills and could get a date or two. And, you know, maybe I would be all into, into wrestling. But I don't know. I, I, I still follow it. I read an observer. I read websites. You know, wrestles. I, I read a lot of stuff. Okay, I go to a lot of matches. I know a lot of folks, and 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 I I don't have any criticism. I mean, most people are always real nice. I can't think of one person who's been a dick. Okay, or a jerk, I should say. And 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 that's good. That's cool. But I want to see everybody successful. But some things I'm not going to like about the product. But you're not going to like. You know, they redo. Uh, you know, what's y'all's favorite movies? Your, your favorite movie? You like the Marvel series? No, I'm not too big of a fan. Well, I mean, well, not Game that of I Thrones. 
What? No, it's not that I don't like it. I, it just doesn't well, qualify for sp- sports, music, comedy. Oh, okay. What's your favorite movie? How about that? Oh, it's too hard to list one, you know. The second Top Gun was fucking amazing. Uh, here's the thing. There's probably something in that movie that you would have done different, right? Um, same, yeah, same thing with wrestling. Well, we all have that. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we all have that. As far as re- on wrestling, I don't bitch about wrestling on the internet because it, it's futile. The guys who run the show are going to run it, and that's all they're going to do. And yes, yeah, sometimes you do take your opinions into account, but you got to realize too, they got to push people who've, who've got a lot who, who are their highest paid acts. They got to do what their network says. They have other mat. They got to do what they think is going to be the best thing for their renewal or for their uh, upcoming deals. That, that's what happens. That's why you you know. And I think it's a shame because I think it'd be great to see somebody like get a push. When I watched the Moxley match with uh, Takashita on AEW, the crowd wanted to see an upset. They wanted to see a guy win. You yeah. Know? But it didn't happen. Of course, he was going back. But still, you know, surprise me. I don't want to look at a show, WWE, AEW, whoever, and be able to say, he's going to win, he's going to win, he's going to win, he's going to win, just because of how they're slotted. I'm so sick and tired of that. That's bullshit. I'm I'm tired of that. Yeah, definitely. I'm tired of stuff that's open-ended. You know, stuff like, uh, you know, I mean, what – some people are fans of Marco Stunt. They're not, okay? He's always been a nice guy to me whenever I've seen him or met him anywhere. Yeah. But then he then, disappeared from the Christian storyline. No, there was no finish. I like finishes on my stuff. If you're going to write yeah. a book, write a book. You know, if someone's trying to become a firefighter, don't just stop when he rescues somebody from the fire. Would he ever become a firefighter? Unless you're going to make it a sequel or the next week. But he, he disappeared. He's gone. You know. You know. Exactly. I'm still trying to figure out what the deal is. You know, I think they missed a golden opportunity in AEW. And I've said this, and this is my opinion. I haven't discussed with anybody else. But let me tell you, they could have made their own star. When this Ring of Honor stuff came in here, and they bought it, and they wanted to do Claudio against John Gresham. I think John Gresham is tremendous. He's talented. I don't buy anything about if people say, well, he's this, he's that. He's credible against anybody if you book him that way. But what they do, gave him, give him one match on TV, then had him do something else, then turn heel, then didn't even give him a damned interview before the pay-per-view. Yeah, they took a dump on the champion, and I don't think it's right. And people say, well, he did this in the locker. You weren't there, and neither would I. Every time I've been around John, he's been very professional, okay? No. I think John Gresham's a great talent, a great guy. I don't believe bullshit that I read on the Internet. But all they had to do is have him beat Claudio one time. Then you could have yeah. him go against Danielson or Omega or whoever – and even if he dropped the belt later and say, wow, it doesn't matter. Because, I mean, 
hey, at the end of the day, he could have been credible against any of them because he was the Ring of Honor champion retained it. You could have had, there he still would have been around. He could have fought Jericho. That would have made, yeah. you know, and you made your own start. Then you don't got to pay money out for everybody. Then you get some people behind them, and people get behind somebody. They buy merchandise. They tell their friends, hey, we got to come see this guy. Hey, we got to get, this is catching fire, and do it. One thing AEW did right was the acclaim. Now, I think FDR should have been treated a lot better along the way. That's just me, because I think FDR is tremendous. You, you, you know, Dax and Cash are tremendous. Okay. In, in a story, there's no argument about that. But, you know, the acclaimed have something. They have that the angel. They have that golden thing. You don't know what it is, but they got it. They can connect with the people. They connect with the credit. They're funny. They're talented. They're good guys. You know, I, I haven't met Bowens, but 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 Castro's a good dude, and uh, you know, they're at least they found at least they got that right. But I think yeah. I would have had since everybody thought Claudio was going to win, I would have had Claudio lose, and then the next and then next week or whatever, it'd be like, you know. Hey, you know, if finish can be, you know, Blanchard, Nana, whoever pops up on the apron, you, you know, says something to referee, John, John punches him in the balls, give him a nutsack punch. Well, yeah. and then what you do is this. You'd be like, John, you cheated. No, I didn't. Referee didn't disqualify me. I didn't cheat. Well, Nana, the straight referee. Nah, man, the referee started marking out and asking Nana or Blanchard for the autograph. And then, and then they changed his managers. I don't think, this is just my opinion. They missed the golden opportunity because he was tremendous in Ring of Honor work-wise, and I enjoyed his interviews because they were different. And the man went in there, and I thought he was tremendous, and that's just the way I feel. And and maybe I'm yep. biased. Maybe I'm biased because I've known him for years because I consider him a friend, but I don't give a damn. That was stupid and should have never been done that way. And don't get me wrong. Yeah. I, I think Claudio is tremendous, too. I think, but I don't see why Jericho needs that belt. And you're putting WWE over on everything, sports entertainment, talking about WWE. You know, I'm going to. I mean, I wouldn't do that. Why? Why? You're making yourself seem like the A team. What if y'all are out there in Oregon? What if the Portland Trailblazers had all their guards say, "I can't wait to go over there to Brooklyn, to, to Brooklyn, or to the Lakers, or something." That'd be stupid. Okay. Yeah, I just don't understand stuff that goes on in the wrestling ring right now. That's it. What goes on? Right yeah, now. Love- but again, I'm 48. If it's yeah, drawing love- ratings, great. You know, whatever. Evan, G- Evan Ginsburg does a ratings of uh, pay per views and everything he sees, and that's basically what he says. He says everything he sees is predictable. Well, I, I agree because I can go up there and look at Rampage before the spores come out and say, he won, he won, he won. And I'm going to be right 85, 90% of the time. And it's because that's another thing. Surprise me. Give me something I hadn't seen. Don't just come up there and do the formula thing where you do a bunch of ha-ha and all, where you do a bunch of stuff. I mean, look at ECW. They, didn't bring, they brought in Terry Funk. He was close to the top. But you see, he was putting over a lot of people, and he didn't put over and then come back, and that person was slotted down. When uh, somebody beat Terry Funk, it was acknowledged. He, Sabu didn't beat him, and then the next week he said, "Open a match." 
That's happening with other talents, and I'm not going to name them, but you can figure it out. You got to, if you're going to build, build forward. Who do I want to push? Okay, you're going to have people who are going to be pissed because they got to lay down for somebody or because they may not be getting their push. Guess what? They may be next to get what you get one. You meet the same people going down. That's why whenever they, whenever you go to fish, I was taught years ago, you always say, thank you, brother, because you know the guy is doing you a favor to lay down for you. And you one, two, exactly. three. And a yeah, lot of people know. don't understand that, you know, it's a dance. It's a dance partner. You know, people say, well, that match sucks. Well, here's the thing. There's a lot of things that can be done to match. You can be sandbagged. You can not want to work with somebody and just make them look like crap. You can do all kinds of stuff. People don't realize it, and I think people try to make it very simplistic, and I think they're off base with that. That's what I say. A lot of people, the biggest way to learn about being a wrestling fan is to go is, is to get around it, shut up, keep your mouth shut, and your ears open. That's what I do. I'm not going to go in there and try to tell somebody, like, you know, tell somebody they don't know how to work. You wouldn't do that if they yeah. were in front of you. You know, yeah. what, what, you know, why would someone, I mean, think about it, you know, that's just the way I think. But anyways, that's my tangent. What else you got? Talk to me. Y'all have questions. <laughs> All right. Now I can get a word in. All right, cool. I just anyway. made a left hand turn. Well, I'm... I don't pay attention to a lot of entertainment and stuff like that, but go ahead. <laughs> okay. So, hey, I'd like to say I was blessed to see uh, Buzz Sawyer and his brother in the Northwest basically right about the time before he got to go to Georgia. So, And then I got to enjoy that on TBS. It was great. He, you know, him and Jay Youngblood and Piper were my heroes in the Northwest. And then in Georgia it was wrestling, too, and Tommy Rich. Sure. And, you know, and so, and then also another blessing I got was to be able to work with Gary Wolf in my real school army. My goodness, what a wonderful time working with him. Of course, we got to do a seminar with him. Sure. He kicked ass and took names, got to do promos. And even my buddy Sign Guy got to hang out with him, right, Sign? Yeah, yeah. We He's probably sure watching did. football. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> and then did you guys get to do anything special? Do what special? Uh, with Gary. Uh, we uh, pretty much did the show and just kind of made the towns. Okay. All right. Well, uh, hey, I want to wish you all all the luck in the world, brother, and I appreciate you, and uh, thanks for coming on well, again. I, I, I was going to say I was blessed because it was really a treat over the uh, – whenever they had a gathering in Charlotte this year. When I got to see, um, especially down with Bill Dundee, Superstar Dundee, who was a great booker, a great wrestler, and all, and just be able to sit down there and talk to him for a while, that, that's always a treat. And his book's going to be republished, I think, coming up in the next few months. Nice. So it makes a great Christmas gift. So be on the lookout for if you, for, uh, if you don't want to know the answer, don't ask the question by uh, Superstar Bill Dundee. And, uh, you know, another thing, if you want to talk about great things, I mean, I've met so many great fans. I've met you guys. I've been able to do podcasts and be on shows. I've been able to manage. I've been able to do, you know, all kind of stuff. I was able to ring out some match 
between Jerry Lawler and Dusty Rhodes one time. Um, and I hopefully on December 10th in Taylor, South Carolina, will get to manage my favorite wrestler growing up the Barbarian. If nothing happens and they don't postpone the show again or something. And uh, if anyone's going to wrestle Cade, that's in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, the day after Thanksgiving. I'll definitely try to see you there. Look me up. I'm not hard to find. Many times it's in the bar after it gets laid off a lot of other wrestlers and a lot of other shenanigans are over there. And, uh, again, I'll probably be – I may or may not be in Chillicothe, Ohio. I'm leaning towards going um, on the 15th. And I think they have a wrestling fan fest in Rome, Georgia, next week that I may drop by. But, I mean, if I if I die tomorrow, I've lived one hell of a life. Now, I'm thankful and blessed. And, hey, there ain't nothing else like pro wrestling. And I did realize I spoke for so many wrestling fans. And I think it's unreal that that happened in, what, 2005, 2006, over 15, damn near 20 years later, the memes being posted, people are still using the line. I have no idea it would catch fire. And, yes, wrestling is still real to me. Damn it. Absolutely. David, thank you very much for taking time to be with us today. We always appreciate you being on the show. We appreciate your enthusiasm and love for the sport of pro wrestling. As we close out, do you have anything else you want to say or plug? Follow me at Still Real Dave on Twitter, and sorry I took up your whole entire show. <laughs> I went try to take it over. All but, good, uh, brother. Yeah. All good. But it's always you a know. pleasure to have you talk wrestling. We're uh-huh. very passionate. I'm glad to be able to talk it and be happy to come back anytime you want. And promoters, at Still Real Dave on Twitter. You need me up there in uh, the Northeast. I've never done a meet and greet. You might be able to make a few bucks. And if you want a personalized greeting for your grandmother who's having a birthday or your you know, your nephew's having a bar mitzvah, go to Pro Wrestling Tees, look at their shoot interview series, look for original crying wrestling fan Dave Wills. Send me some bucks, I'll take care of it for you. We'll get it back to you quickly. Sounds like a plan. Maybe we will meet sometime for that Spaceman Frank Hickey Scientific Wrestling Trophy. No, come on down. I don't have it anymore. If, if you come down, we have to go to Raleigh and get it from uh, Seymour Snot, I think is what his, what his name is. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we will see. Older, but, you know, one of us could beat him in the meantime. Oh, you never do know. No, you never do know. He says, I, I, I got your trophy. He, he cheated. He cheated. I'm, I'm always a heel. He said when I'm a face, and I'm a heel then, too. But I'm a face at the same time. Y'all guys have a good one. Thank you for everybody listening. I hope all you guys uh, have a great week, a great weekend upcoming, and uh, stay safe and uh, stay positive and keep on watching wrestling, man. Thank you for your support. Send me a message anytime. Will do. We'll be in touch. Coaches, we wrap up nice and neat today. Anything you want to say, plug, promote? I already have... uh, 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 1210 uh, East Side High School uh, Taylor South Carolina outside of Greenville I should be managing the Barbarian on that show WrestleCade uh, Day after Thanksgiving Winston Seminole North Carolina 
I'm at Atlanta shows sometime. It might be might be Battle Slam with Baron Black. I might just drop by. I might go by to see Southern Honor or Terminus or something. There's all you know. I, every now and then I attend the show, but hey, if you're if you're around me and see me, walk up and say hi. I'm not going to bite you. Trust me. And thank <laughs> you, Jimmy, right. for having me on the show. It was a total pleasure. I really do appreciate it. Okay, cool. Mike Jones, you got stuff to plug from all. Yeah, you guys can check me out at Coach Mike Jones, the coach with the most. Also, Coach Mike Jones on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Also, don't forget to check out the Real School Army and the NGW Green Room for hundreds of interviews from people all over the world. We just got back from Vegas, got another 25 interviews. Sabu, Bob Orton Jr., Tommy Rich and his award ceremony, Jerry Lawler and his award ceremony, Rock and Roll Express, Jeff Jarrett, uh, Santana Me. Jackson, Human <laughs> Tornado, the list goes on. And we're going to continue to scour the world to get everyone in the NGW Green Room one day. And then also you can check me out on the Seattle Mariners organizational report. We just clinched the playoffs yesterday. And then the Coach Mike Jones Show podcast every Saturday at noon Pacific. We've got a big guest coming up next week, and uh, I'll be surprised or uh, happy to announce that shortly. I want to thank our sponsors, A Plus Pay Less Handyman Services and Big Boys Towing. Thank you so much. We love you guys and appreciate it so much. All right, fans, you can find me at all the usual social medias chicken bob also on all the social medias but as we wrap things up we want to make note that we did lose a wrestling legend someone that was very instrumental in a lot of the history of professional wrestling antonio Inoki passed away the other day at the age of 79 we want to send our well wishes to all his colleagues and family So as we wrap things up, we will toll the bell ten times in honor of Antonio Inoki.